Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. So, you finally listen. Nort. I know I gotta listen to that album, Dad. That's why I started this podcast. Matthew. Oh, man. I mean, I can't sing either, man. Is this like a meme? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to So You Finally Listened, a album review show podcast where two friends listen and review a music album the other hasn't listened to. My name is Nort. And I'm Matthew. Get your devil horns and your band tees and get ready to headbang to some music talk. Oh, yeah. So, Matthew, you finally listened to All the Right Reasons by Nickelback. Yeah, I have never listened to a Nickelback album before. I always know everybody says they hate hate them. I have friends who it's their favorite band of all time, and I only know like three Nickelback songs. So well, now you know case. fourteen. So eleven. Well, plus yeah, your well, three. Only, oh, <laughs> sure, I can do math. I teach sixth grade. <laughs> uh, this is a crazy. It was a crazy change from listening to Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA last time. It going definitely was going from that like American classic to this American, this Canadian classic. <laughs> oh, true. I keep forgetting they are Canadian. Yeah, they say A a lot. Was this song big in Canada? Probably. <laughs> I feel like it was big, like it was real big in America. Well, I know I they, they hit the same again. I know they did really good in Canada and in the USA, and they also had some moderate success in the UK. But we can get more into that when we get to like the, uh, like the Billboard stuff. Um, but yeah, I know I know they did they did do really well in Canada. I mean, we've had numerous bands come from Canada and do really well in America. And it always shocks people when when they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm Canadian." Like, what was it? Justin Bieber's another one, and like oh, uh, Avril Lavigne, right? She was Canadian. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of like how in uh, all in the '80s, like almost every '80s pop band was a UK band. All those synthesizer bands. Yes. So uh, before we get into like all the good shit, I'll just tell you where, tell them where they can stream it on. I mean, it's really easy. We say the same thing almost every episode. Um, but you know, it's Spotify, Pandora, YouTube for like the free stream stuff, um, with ads probably, uh, on Apple music and uh, Amazon music. It's ten ninety nine a month to get unlimited streaming. Um, but, uh, you do get a month free with Apple and three months free with Amazon. They must be really struggling. <laughs> um, and then you can also purchase it, but I don't know. And who, who purchases music anymore? Like, I, I, I said this before, like, I'll purchase vinyls and shit. 
Um, I buy CDs just so I can listen to them in my car all the time. I I haven't bought a CD since like Danger Days by my Chemical Romance. Yeah, my car has a six CD holder in it so I can change between six CDs. That's cool. And I love that. My old car had it too. I I don't want to get a new car because newer cars straight up just don't have CD players in it. And it makes me so sad. I know, but like I was sad too, but then like I realized that YouTube and Spotify has everything I want on it, so I, I, I don't want, know. It's the physical thing. I, just I know, I get it, because I'm the same with video games. <laughs> so, like, you've seen my my wall of my shrine for Halo. <laughs> like, it has so many physical products on there. <laughs> so, like, Absolutely. I get it. Um, but I'm also starting to, like, get into, like, Game Pass and stuff, where it's, like, I'm renting the games, technically, because I pay, like, a, a, $10, a $5 a month fee to play games <laughs> but you know well this whole album is also just on youtube for free like on numerous places it's on youtube yeah, i don't think yeah. chad gives a shit where this album is i think no. they made their money already you know what oh, I mean? absolutely um oh also i found some physical options you could buy too i thought this was super interesting uh on ebay you can get it for three dollars and fifty cents no shipping <laughs> They're giving it away. I don't know if that was just to my location because I know eBay's a little different with their shipping stuff. Um, and then Amazon was eighteen dollars and forty eight cents for a used copy. <laughs> wow. Um, I bought this album in two thousand eight. I was thirteen or fourteen. Um, I bought it at Fye in the mall in uh in the city. You know the one of the I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah. It. Back when the FYE was there before they destroyed it and the food court for some reason. Uh, I bought it there. It was used. It was repackaged. Um, There was like a tissue inside of it. (laughs) I remember. It was like not used. Oh, sure. Just like a tissue someone shoved in there. Um, It had all the bits and stuff. I think I still have it somewhere. I kind of have my CD shoved in a corner in one of my storage areas. Um, Because the only CDs I keep in my car are... Nirvana's Nevermind, Panic, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, and The Black Parade by MCR. Those are the only three albums I keep in there. Well, that's solid. I tr- I have switched out CDs in my car so often. Like, every few months, I'll, I will switch one of the CDs out and just play it on loop. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't you don't have, like, the Bluetooth, right? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't. Um, so, I, I, I copied this from Wikipedia, but... Uh, it gives like a, it's like a nice little summary of Nickelback, which I thought was interesting, um, because I picked this album because I do like Nickelback. It's not one of my favorite bands, but I do like it. And me and you got into like a twenty minute conversation the other day about how people, why people hate Nickelback, and how it's kind of silly, because um, some of their songs do deserve it because they were very overplayed. But I don't know if they weren't overplayed. I don't think people would have ever given them shit. <laughs> so um, I agree with that. But it says here that Nickelback is a Canadian rock band formed in 1995 in Hannah, Alberta. Um, the members are composed of guitarist and lead vocalist Chad Kroger, uh, who also wrote that song for Spider-Man 3. Uh, guitarist, yeah, he wrote Hero. <laughs> guitarist, keyboardist, and backing vocalist Ryan Peake. Bassist Mike Kroger, which I, I think is his brother. And drummer Daniel Adar. And it went through several drummer changes between 95 and 05. Um, reaching its current lineup when Adar was replaced with Ryan Vectel, who ve- who is the uh, the drummer from Three Doors Down. 
Oh, that's cool. Which I thought was a weird overlap. Um, but I guess Zoomers consider this butt rock and also Three Doors Down butt rock, which is crazy. Or like divorce dad rock, they call it. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, sure. They they came out around the same time, didn't they? They like did, yeah. 2000s? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the genres are post-grunge, alt-rock, hard rock, divorce dad rock, butt rock. Um, post-grunge is a little... I don't know if I f- agree with that one too much, but it did come out post grunge though. So like, the timeline is true. I don't consider them grunge. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> like Nirvana is grunge. Nirvana is grunt. Like Nirvana and Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, and Alice in Chains are what Alice in Chains is what I think of when I think of grunge. Would you say like uh, Godsmack is grunge? I almost would though they're more metal, but they I yeah. people people right you can make an argument for it, huh? Yeah. They ride the line a little bit. Maybe Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's definitely grunge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I haven't listened to enough Godsmack to really give an opinion on it, but it always felt more metally. Yeah. Uh, like, I wouldn't consider Nirvana metal. You know what I mean? No, I wouldn't either. I mean, it's it does have some hard shit in it, but I don't know if it's like, you know, like eight guitar shredding. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, did you see, like, the other musicians they had and stuff on there? Uh, no. There was one for Side of a Bullet that I thought was interesting. Uh, let me, I think this is the same person, but let me double check live. Oh. Is this your yeah, fun if fact? if you're about to say, yeah, I think that's, uh, from the, from the, I did find a cool fact about Side of a Bullet that I think you're about to say. Okay. Yeah, you can say it. I, I was just going to talk about some, like, musicians they had on the, uh, different songs. Yeah, so uh, the story of side of the side of a bullet. The song's a tribute to Dimebag Daryl, yep. who was shot and killed on stage while performing in Columbus, Ohio, with a band called Damage Plan. Yes, he was. And they gave Daryl's girlfriend Rita and his brother gave Nickelback permission to use the outtakes from songs that he was recording with his band. That's so. Cool. The guitar solo is sampled from. Um, Dimebag Daryl's actual guitar riffs that he played with his own band. That's that's cool. I I feel like that's nice. I don't I don't I'm not I don't have any connection to Dimebag Daryl, but I have heard other music like music fans talk very lovingly of the per, of the man. Um, he seemed to have touched a lot of people, and that's that's nice. I don't know anything about him whether he had any controversies or anything, but um, just his music in general. Uh, but another thing. Uh, which I don't know if you, I don't know if I'm stealing this out from under you, but um, the guitaring and backing vocals on Follow You Home, Fight All the Wrong Reasons, and Rockstar were, uh, was Billy Gibbons. Who okay, is, who uh, is he from? He's the guitarist and primary vocalists of ZZ Top. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do I, I can't believe I didn't know that. Uh, I, I always forget their names. I didn't know their names. <laughs> so. I just knew them as ZZ Top, I, and they were old white guys. I really like ZZ Top. I have not. I've heard. I haven't heard many songs by them, but the stuff I've heard, I liked. Uh, I know they're just like they're just classics, you know, classic stuff. So like, how could you not like? It's just classic rock, right? How could you not like that? Dude, they're okay. Mm-hmm. So there's there's only three members of their band, mm-hmm. and uh, you know their look, right? The big ass long beards. Yes. Their drummer, their drummers last name is beard and he's bald and no beard that's beautiful um i think that was the only like super famous people i found there was a couple other people they listed 
Uh, like they had someone on piano for some songs. I don't think anyone in Nickelback plays piano. Like no, there was one uh, an organ. There was an organ in Rockstar. I didn't. Yeah, know. by Chris Gestrin and then Timmy Dawson on a couple songs did piano. Um, and then Brian Larson was synthesizer on Far Away. So, which you again bringing up the Canadians how they love synthesizer. If we have any Canadian listeners, is that true? Do you guys fuck with synthesizers a lot? I mean, I I love synthesizers so. But, like, are you guys, like, get real fucked up about it? Because if you do, let us know in the Discord. Because uh, that's crazy. I know we got a couple Canadians in our, uh, that listen the, to our show. So I'm, I'm interested to hear that. Um, but, okay, there is a bunch of technical people listed. Um, but I don't, I don't know if you want to go through all that stuff. But um, I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out who took the photo or edited the photo for the album cover. Which is, if you guys haven't seen it, it's like um, a car driving on a highway, basically. <laughs> it's pretty generic. Um, not a bad album cover, but like like a 4 out of 10. Like a, like a 5 out of 10. I'd give it like a median, you know what I mean? For the album cover itself. It's not like a Iron Maiden album cover that are they're fucking so good. <laughs> um, I couldn't figure out who did it, so I didn't know how to credit them, but... Hey, if you guys can figure it out, some of this, some of this album stuff on Wikipedia is not as well documented as some other mediums. But it's 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 like it felt re- like reading this. It felt like um, everything was on a bunch of different sites. You know what I mean? And you kind of had to piece it together like a puzzle. Yeah, for sure. It's not the same as movies just have IMDb, but like songs don't have. Like- yeah, and songs don't have that. Yeah, but. Did you, I have a question about the album title itself? All uh-huh. the right reasons. Yes. Uh, I usually you usually don't hear a um, um, an album named after like that's not named after a song. I know. I was waiting for the title track, but there wasn't one. So. Oh, the, I mean, obviously, the closest you get is "Fight for All the Wrong Reasons." I think that is the title track. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, that would make sense. But then the 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 it's called all the right reasons. So I, and there's a lot of like breakup songs. A little edgy, bro. It's the two thousands, baby. This is this is four edgy. years after nine eleven. Shit's fucking hitting the fan right now, dude. Edginess is the aughts edginess is in. Limp biscuits on the billboard right now. Dude, it's a different time. Snapbacks are worn forwards. <laughs> Baggy shirts. <laughs> fucking Daffy Duck baggy shirts. <laughs> Mohawks that are four feet long. <laughs> Shitty zip-up hoodies. <laughs> you remember walking through the malls just yeah. seeing dudes with freaking three-foot-long Mohawks? Yeah, and they always made me, like... I mean, <laughs> now, like, I see them, and I was like, oh, God, they're so cool. But I think they were, I just thought they were hot. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, no, they're just cool. <laughs> that's why I'm, That's why my, I get butterflies when I look at them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do remember that because I was a mall rat from the age of 13 until about 17. I was a uh, 16, excuse me, 13 to 16. Um, I was at the mall every every chance I could get. We I would just spin there. I, we would just spin all the day mall, there. I went to the mall with my friends one time and it was so weird to me. We were just walking around doing fucking nothing. I was just like, why are we here? That's interesting because uh, I don't I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Mallrats? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I it's kind of, that like that's kind of like the vibe it felt like because like you just get to know everyone. 
Um, even like the some people, some of the workers. So like, it obviously isn't as like dramatic as that movie makes it out to be. But like, yeah, I would just know workers' names. Like, I remember one guy was named G Money, and he worked at Hot Topic. Yeah, I know. He's just this big chunky guy. Uh, he didn't. He never wore his name tag. I think later I found out his his name was Kevin, um, and he started working at Bath and Body or Bed Bath and Beyond. Bath and Body Works. Thank you, Bath and Body Works. And he was like a different person. At like okay. at like Hot Topic, he was like an edgy, like kind of like a dick. But like he like talked to us and he was funny. He called me. Uh, he always called me the fucking kid from Sandlot. Oh, <laughs> the yeah, redhead yeah. kid from I forgot, Sandlot. I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he kind of looked like a like a fat lead, fat uh, lead singer of uh, Fall Out Boy. <laughs> That's what he kind of looked like. Oh, ham. Uh, but then he he went to Bath and Body Works and he like, became like a different person. He like became very flamboyant and nice. And he's like, "You don't have to call me Kev G Money anymore. I'm Kevin." Does <laughs> he still work there? Because I think there's a guy that matches that description exactly. I would. That would be insane if he does, though. <laughs> he's super nice. I mean, he was always nice to us because that's we were like little all kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, back. T- enough about that. I don't know. You know, we're talking about movies. That's weird. Uh. But. Okay, but initial thoughts on this. Okay, so this is what I wrote down before I listened to it again. Um, I said, I owned this album when I was a kid. I'm referencing like my tween years or whatever. I remember really liking this album, especially the track If Everyone Cared. Uh, I still listen to that song to this day. Um, and I, I realized this is also the album with Rockstar and Photograph on, which is some of their biggest songs. And I was excited. I was very positive going into this. Um, so I don't know what you, what you, what was your uh, initial thoughts on this? I loved just the opening. the The album started and that <laughs> initial drum beat hit, uh-huh. and then the guitars hit and the vocals hit. That vocal slide, yes, like right at the very beginning. It was so good. I I loved it. Honestly, I was all in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I'm just I listened to the basic version. I didn't listen to the anniversary edition or anything. Oh yeah, me too. Okay, um, yeah, because the anniversary has like twenty tracks or something on it. Uh, but yeah, I agree because like track one is called "Follow You Follow You Home," um, dude. It's classic Nickelback, dude. Classic dad rock right here. Fucking like, what a banger to start the album on. Like, it nothing too memorable about the lyrics to me, but just the vibe of it is so good. Like, I was not offended listening to this song you know what i mean like offended in like i was waiting for it to be done you know what i mean i was just enjoying it yeah me too i was i was just just head head nodding you could put a gun to my head right now and i wouldn't be able to tell you any lines besides follow you home though (laughs) honestly same yes although i listened to the song twice before i looked up and read the lyrics yeah and then i read the lyric is this a stalker song yeah because he's very creepy in this song. Dude, that's how the 2000s were, man. They were all about being creepy to women. Because <laughs> I don't know if they like if it was like, oh, he's so sexy because he's aggressive or whatever. I don't know. Girls love the bad boys. Yeah, dude. I don't think do girls love bad boys anymore. Really, I don't know. Girls seem to like men who treat them nice. <laughs> yeah, they don't really care. Weird how that happened yeah they don't really like care 
as they don't really care as much as what people look like anymore. Which I know a lot of people are like that. I'm like that. Um, like I, I, I can, I like usually enjoy people's personalities before I enjoy how they look most of the time. Um, let's see. Um, you can stick me in a hole and you can pray all day for rain. Well, you, you can, can slap me in the face and you can scream profanity. You're my Californian queen, like the Duchess of Detroit and every city in between. <laughs> you can make a couple you calls. Can... Go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was going to read that one too. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to sing it for you if you want. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember on. how it goes, but... You can make a couple calls and tell your brothers I'm in town and put a bounty on my head. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, I can't sing either, but I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> but I mean, he does sing like that. He goes like, <laughs> he's like, um, he's not as bad as like Creed or uh, um, other bands like that. But <laughs> he definitely has a way he sings, which I think is interesting. Also, sometimes his Canadianness comes through, and it kills me. There's a song that's like, on, like you, you hear like like, it's on. It's not on this album, but he'll be like, yeah, he'll like rhyme words that don't necessarily rhyme, but they do in like the Canadian English. <laughs> it doesn't sound bad. It just, I oh, I got always makes me laugh. Um, just like how like a British person, you know, would or anything, any accent, you know, hearing it, it's kind of funny. But yeah, not a yeah, memorable song overall. I mean, you know, it, it was okay. I wouldn't. It was a solid starter, but yeah. like you said, yeah, none of the, none of the lyrics like hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you read the lyrics, you're like, "Oh, this is on. This isn't very fun." <laughs> but you know, it's very creepy. Yes, very creepy. Uh, so I don't know when. When was he dating Avril Lavigne? They dated. They were married. Are you serious? How did I not? What? How did I not read that? They got married on July first, twenty thirteen. Okay, they were married till twenty fifteen. They were married for two years. There's a song on one of his albums that's really sexually charged. And it was during the time he was married to her, so it's probably about her. And I just think that's funny. Yeah, I, I funny. saw an interview in which he stated that if that song, I'm pretty sure is the one you just referenced, mm-hmm. if that song came out today, he said we would have been canceled for that if we took that out today. And I'm like, okay, calm down. It's not that, that edgy. edgy. Like, it was just gross. horny. Like, I don't remember yeah. it being gross. You know, like gross in like that sense, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it was gross because it's overly sexual, but I do. I love overly He's sexual stuff. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite songs right now is called Ride With Me. We obviously can't play it on the fucking pod because we'll get copyright striked, but. Right. God. Is it, is it a cover of the Nelly version or is it its own song? It's not. It has nothing to do with the Nelly version. Here, I'm, I'm fighting with the. It's called. Uh, it's called Keep Riding Me. It's a TikTok audio at one point. What do you think? It's all right. And like, I thought it was a joke until I listened to the original song. I was like, oh no, I'm pretty sure this person is gay. <laughs> I do not think this is a joke. Absolutely. Uh, but no, I, I've ironically been fucking in love with that song. <laughs> I know it's the, the brain, 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 brain. Okay, back to Nickelback. It reminds me of some. It reminds me of something else that I can't place at the moment, but that that melody reminds me of a different song. Uh, yeah, a lot of TikTok songs that go viral sound similar to that. Well, hold on. Speaking of uh, 
songs that remind you of different songs. Did you know that uh, this album was uh, they got us sued for copyright in twenty twenty, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. by uh, some band called Snowblind Revival. Yeah, I don't think why? they won. Like, why would you wait that long? Because it wasn't about the copyright. They probably were just trying to make money. Oh, absolutely. They were just trying to make money. But, like, come on. <laughs> you're going to sue them in 2020? And they didn't even win, I don't think. No, it could because the song doesn't sound anything like them. I, I, didn't, I didn't even take time to listen. It's, I did. It's not good. Like, It's not like... um. Ice Ice Baby, right? That sounds pretty similar. No, it's to... nothing like that. But that song t- is sampling another song, and it sounds exactly like it. I literally sampled the bass guitar, but uh, Vanilla Ice pretends that he didn't. Yeah, but it was before people were doing that, extra right? Eighth note. Yeah. It was before people were really sampling stuff, if I remember correctly, right? I don't, uh, I don't know. When Ice Ice Baby came out? Yeah. You would be shocked how many songs sample other songs. Okay, maybe it was like maybe it was the first because like he was lying about it. You know what I mean? Like if he yeah, just would. I mean, I think he he knew he was he was just okay. had to lie. He was just lying about it straight up. Yeah, I mean he's a construction worker now, so he's just living a life. He's just Wait, a dude really? now. Yeah, that's what I checked. Right. He was he was in a movie with Adam Sandler in 2010. Yeah. He played Vanilla Ice in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he was a main character, <laughs> huh? Wait, really? Yeah, he was Adam Sandler's friend. <laughs> Oh, I, yep. I don't know. Man. They called him Vanilla. <laughs> Great. God. Okay. Uh, again, we're talking about movies. This is a music show podcast. All right. So track number two, Fight for All the Wrong Reasons, which we have said that this is must be the title uh, track. Right. Um, I'm going to say I didn't like this one. I usually skip this song. Yeah, it's not. I mean, like, it's not like I didn't bad. skip it, but I usually do. I don't think it's bad. It's, it's skippable. Like, it's again not memorable, and also uh, the lyrics are kind of raunchy. I didn't realize that until it's, I actually read them. But I mean, like you said, they're not like terrible. But no, it is. It is. It felt a little edgy to be edgy, and yeah. like most of the lyrics are about sex. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and they they definitely think that they're like um, edgier than they really are. And I'm gonna be real with you. This is the first time I've ever listened to this song completely i usually skip this song i would get halfway through it and skip it because i disliked it so i disliked it enough to be like all right (laughs) i just morally can't do that i don't know what it is i didn't do it for this show like we don't do it for the show but like right i just remember when i was like 15 years ago i was like this is bad i don't like that that's how i sounded (laughs) no i feel you i I guess all i gotta say about track two i'll be real with you Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. Um, this album's forty-one minutes long too, so it's not—it's not a long listen. I listened to it over. I just listened to it straight. Like I, 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 st- I stopped in the middle because I had a meeting, and I came back to it. But yeah, it goes by pretty quick. Oh yeah, it goes by. It nothing uh, besides this song and one other song did I really have like nails on a chalkboard feeling. <laughs> so like. You know, you know that feeling where you're like, you just don't want to listen to something. Like that's kind of how yeah, the feeling no. I had. Again, didn't yeah, overtly did. hate anything. Just, I don't know. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying on um on the Bruce Springsteen album. I was saying that about um I'm on fire. That yeah. song just like creeps me out a little bit. So I just yes, I agree. Um, I mean, like the classics on that album are so good. So like, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so track number three is Photograph. Fucking classic Nickelback. Probably, honestly, I think this is their, like, this is classic Nickelback. Like, this is their biggest, like, I know it's not actually their biggest hit, but this is their biggest song. This is, I think this me. song represents more of what the band wants to say than most of, than any of their other popular songs. I agree. Because, first off, this has a music video. This is the first one we have with the music video, so we'll talk about that, too. Um, but I'm going to be candid with you. I fucking love this song. <laughs> it's all right. Um, every time this song comes on, I sing it. Every time. I Something about it just is nostalgic to me, even before, even when I was listening to it as a kid. Like, uh, like it just, like, reminds me of growing up in, like, middle America in, like, a small town. Like, in the music video, he's, like, walking around a street, you know what I mean, and singing, and then it cuts to, like, montage of things happening. Like, they're, like, sitting in a field drinking. Like, that, I did that shit growing up. Like, that is, like, so nostalgic to see. Because, like, there's just nothing else to do in, like, a rural middle America because, like, there's no... Like, the, he talks about arcade in this, but he was talking about, like, the 80s, right? Like, when we were growing up in the aughts, there wasn't, like, arcades. There wasn't places for teens to hang out in, like, middle America, like, rural places. Uh, like, it was all in the cities, where which I know you grew up. Um, and even then, I don't think there was that much. No, not really. Like, the only thing that I ever did in public was, like, go to the parks. Yeah. And, like, we would go to the parks, but, like, drink. <laughs> yeah, sure. I definitely then, never did that. And then, like, when the cops when the cop would show up, because there was one cop, he was, he was never fast enough to catch any of us, because, like, I don't think he cared, because, like, he just wanted us out. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I remember us just, like, oh, the cops come in, better leave, so we would just, like, run to someone's house a block away. Um yeah but this this song i i love it like when i think of dad rock or like butt rock or like this like this like um 2000s rock this is one of the songs i think of especially the music video do you consider this song a ballad and what define to me a ballad again i feel like you have to do this every time but so like um I guess think of like Guns N' Roses like um Sweet Child of Mine. Rock. I was going to say Sweet Child of Mine but they have like a there's like a big guitar solo in the middle that kind of breaks it up a little bit. Um but like okay Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home. Oh. Is their ballad. I don't but think then, so. Like, they have like Kickstart My Heart. I don't think Nickelback really does any ballads. They're... They have an acoustic song on this one uh which I liked a lot. Yes. Uh, but no, I wouldn't really consider it. I guess you wouldn't consider it a ballad. No, but the, they, this song does have a, like, compared to the previous two songs, this song actually has feelings in it. You know what I mean? It does. Like yeah, no, and I totally feel you on the, like, nostalgic thing. It does, it does, like, make me think of, like, the past. Yeah. Like, when he says in the song, he's like, he, like, sings about saying goodbye at one point. You know what I mean? And, like, there was a time where I, I moved out of the, my town. And I, I, I moved, like, 30 minutes away, but, like, I moved to a city, and, like, I didn't go to my hometown for weeks sometimes. Um, and I had to say, I said goodbye, and it was weird saying goodbye to a place. It was the first time I've ever done that. Um, but it's, like, I don't know if it's, like, an American thing or if it's just, like, a human thing, 
but like that soil you grew up on is like has a meaning especially to me and like i move back now now that i'm older with my family but like it's not the same right like i said goodbye and it's like returning to someone's like grave in a weird way like there it's still there for me and it's i'm still a part of it but like i've grown from it you know what i mean or like I was a fruit that fell off and rolled to different things and I've come back. My seeds have come back and now we are in in the soil. You know what I mean? Yeah, you dropped your seed everywhere. Yeah. And I mean I do have two children, so I guess I did. <laughs> um No, but like my mom had the same thing because my mom lived uh was born, you know, nine hours away. Uh-huh. And then she moved here after she graduated high school, she moved here and met my dad and then it, like she stayed here forever. Like we go back to her hometown to visit like every year, but obviously yeah. for her it's just different. But like every time we drive past my old house, I like I drive past it every day on my way to work and I yeah. look at it and I'm like, that was my house. Yeah, it like this song brings like I don't want to say tears, but it gives that like that welling in like your throat and like the back of your head or whatever where like you're like i could cry if something like i watch something sad happen i'll cry <laughs> like that's the feeling i get when i listen to the song yeah and i always i always assumed this song to be like a breakup song but this when i was listening to it this time like i realized it doesn't it doesn't have to be a breakup song it just no. be about anything it can be about a friend because he says found the photo of the friend that i was looking for yeah right so it didn't have to be a girlfriend or a lover it could be genuinely your best friend or just like pictures of like you're saying like your old house your old childhood your pictures of your parents and grandparents what does he says something in here that that hits me every fucking time even after doing this for nine episodes dude i like i can't believe that i'm how much emotion that we put into this type of media um, it is, you know, it's nice. Like right here, he doesn't say it a couple times, but he says right here, he says, I miss that town, I miss the faces, you can't erase, you can't replace it. I miss it now, I can't believe it. So hard to say, too hard to leave it. If I could relive those days, I know the one thing that I would never change. That's why I like when people ask me, they're like, if you can go back in time and change anything about your life, what would you do? I'd be like, nothing. I don't want it to be different than, you know, like, I'm yeah, happy with like, what I got now. <laughs> I don't want to lose right. it. Yeah, every every decision you made led you to where you are now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, photograph. Oh, God, I I love this song. It's just good. I don't know. I feel like I've talked a lot about this song. Do you do you like this song or? I do like this song. I really like the uh the memes. Do you remember Vine? Graph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this graph. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nickelback's so funny, dude. Um, but like they would change it like one of them was look at this draft <laughs> uh, which uh, so I found a fun fact about this song before we move on I didn't know about this um, so when he says he's like holding up the photo that's yeah. a picture of himself and the producer Joey Moy the guy who produced the album for him Okay. and he's referred to it in the line that says and what the hell is on Joey's head oh, I always, I always thought it said I always thought it said I still until I read this I thought it said where the hell is Aunt Jody's head I always thought it said that <laughs> I don't know man where the hell is Aunt Jody's head yeah where the hell is Aunt Jody's head oh for sure I definitely hear that uh, but and where the hell is on Jody's head he's referencing the photo he's holding I don't know why I didn't put that together <laughs> 
But I wonder if they grew up um, together. I never knew what he was. What? I wonder if they grew up together. It does. I couldn't find anywhere to confirm that, but I don't know. He's been uh, their producer I, forever. So, mystery lyrics, though. Um, I didn't know for the longest time in the chorus when he says, "I found the photo of the friend that I was looking for." I didn't know that he was what he was saying. All I heard was found the photo of the that I was looking for. I didn't know he said friend. I was like, what is he, is he saying present? I thought he was saying present. Found the photo of the present. I was, I didn't know what he was saying yeah. for the longest time until I looked up the lyrics. Yeah, I found the photo of the friend that I was looking for. It's hard to say it. Time to say it. A goodbye. It's so good. Dude, especially that third one. Goodbye. We used to listen to the radio. <laughs> Dude, it is good. Honestly, dude, it's a good song. People should not give this song. Like, if they're saying they don't like the song, they're fucking lying. Like, if you don't like this song, like, how do you like any other songs from this era? Because this is literally from this era. I will say, though, I think Nickelback kind of. So, this song, okay, so you know Hoobastank? <laughs> yeah. And their song, uh, Reasons. <laughs> yes. So, I think this song is that song. For Nickelback, like Hoobastank has so many like fast-paced like hits that are yeah. like rocking, but then they're most known for Reasons, which is like a ballad for them. Yeah. But then like Photograph is like that for Nickelback. Like I think they have better songs, but this is definitely a classic song. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, this is one of my favorite songs by them, so I I can't say that there's there's a. I, I don't want to talk about our top fives yet of this album, but <laughs> I'm interested to see yours. Um, track four. Looking for a new D&D podcast? Well, look no further. The Encounter Table is a D&D 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of Dungeons and Dragons. New episodes come out every other Wednesday, but that's enough of me, though. Let's meet the cast and characters. Jordan Make as Clarissa Coldshore. I think we should do a team vote. Who thinks we should go get potions? Raise your hand, verbally. Verbally, raise your hand. <laughs> Luke Godfrey as Scott Travis. Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Fucking hell. America's DM, Mike Lotto. Dex is like petting who just fucking shit their pants I swear guys I, I, I no, who was that I, I need to I need to run off real quick I'll be right back no way yeah. did Otto actually just shit himself on himself. record Joe LaJoyce is Preston Adeline I feel like I could die <laughs> <laughs> and myself Brandon Hall as Dex Turner we'll see you soon over at the encounter table this one goes out to my stepson. Uh, we've been in the same vagina under different circumstances. So uh, here it goes. moving on to track four i could talk about this song forever god 
God, this song almost made my top five. To be real with you, almost, almost. It got beat almost. out. It got beat out by one song. There's only Just, eleven songs on the album. That's half the. This doesn't make your top half. Uh, this was the first. It was number six. It was number six okay. on my list. It was five, and then I listened to one song, and it it beat it by like a smidge. I think it's gonna be really interesting. Uh, how like differently our favorite songs. It always is, of. dude. <laughs> it's always like that. Um, but like, Animals was the first Nickelback song that I heard that wasn't either, uh, How You Remind Me, Photograph, or, uh, Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar. Like, it was their first out of the, um, out of the biggest hits. Oh, yeah, no, this song's good. It's a slap. It's a good song. I love this song. I wrote here, I said, this is a fucking song, Matthew. A fucking song. Banger. No, like you fuck to this song, dude. This is a song you fuck to, and it's in not even car on the interstate. Yeah, and then their her dad tries to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like how this one's horny, but we weren't grossed out. But then the other ones were horny. Is it because it's like this one doesn't seem as like it's not stalkery i guess so i guess that's no why. it's just like so out there they're just like driving fast and yeah fucking. yeah nickelback i did not realize this nickelback really just loves some crazy sex uh-huh yeah it's like them and buck cherry are going for the horniest butt rock band that's <laughs> true you, i never thought about that you ever listened to much buck cherry uh i don't think so dude <laughs> yeah Take me down. You got a lovely face. <laughs> hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm on top of it. <laughs> Dude. I might have heard that time. You 100%. We'll let's do it afterwards. It, it uh, sounds familiar. It's, I fucking hate it, but love it at the same time. Kind of how I feel about a lot of butt rock music. <laughs> um, But Dude. After photograph, this is like a slap to the fucking face, dude. It gets those tears out of your eyes and it lets you fucking rage, baby. Let's go. I love when bands <laughs> do that where they sing like the whole verse on the same note. Yes, that's so good. Like, yeah, I love that shit. Um, it, that reminds me of a song that like uh, "Na Na Na" by My Chemical Romance. It's like. No, 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 no. Drugs, give me drugs, give me drugs. I don't need it. <laughs> it's no, so, it's exactly what you're saying. I love that. That That's a good way. Like, someone could hand me a beer and be like, hey, chug this. And I'm like, I don't know. And then they put on Animals by Rock by Nickelback. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> What's the really famous, is it The Killers? Um, Mr. Brightside? Yeah, with the, the whole song is like one note yes i love that song too yeah i love like i said i love the songs that do that this this one hits it, it this one hits so it good it's, and, it's fast paced it's just it's just head banging i and it only beat it it beat it by like point one, dude like it this would have this was my top five until i got to one of the songs like and it makes sense why like the one that beat it too so it's not like insane um but this is good like if you guys haven't heard this track go to youtube right now and listen to it this is, I, I I have a vivid memory of playing like a racing game and this song being in it, <laughs> but I couldn't find anything on the internet that backed that up. 
did you have the original Xbox? Yes. Okay. Did you put this album on your Xbox and then listen to that song from this album while playing your game? Because you could do that. On I could have, because I know like the old GTAs would just, there was a station that would just play the songs on your Xbox. Yeah, because a lot of games. I had a, I played MX Unleashed motocross racing game. And yeah. I, I, every CD I ever had, I burned onto my Xbox and listened those, to those. Those games are a treasure trove of Did this kind of music. MX I had so many of those games, dude. You remember when you go to the edge of the map and you get thrown? Yes. Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> dude, I loved those I games. Just, I spent all my free time just jacking on. off. Yeah. And on... <laughs> I'm sorry. oh man <laughs> um on the the freestyle on the freestyle map oh yes and just listening to the mx unleashed sound dude oh, so I, good the mx unleashed soundtrack is so fucking good i love you know every song on that, that that's technically an album so soundtrack. if you want to do that next we could totally do that holy shit yeah dude um that shit has Breaking Benjamin on it, yeah, and it's got Hoobastank on it. The Cinder. ATV, do you remember the ATV, dude? It's Rock. all on Spotify, dude. I know. I have it as a playlist. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> Talking about some hog cranking music, though. This is this is it. Charge your crystals to these songs, dude. Anyway, okay, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked. But animals. It sounds like a song that would be on one of those games, though. Absolutely. Like this was in like Burnout, like Burnout Three or whatever. <laughs> like, um, which is how I learned a lot about a bands too back in the day. Is I would hear them on soundtracks, and then I would, when I was at the library, I would Google it, <laughs> and then I would buy the I albums. I never, when I was a kid, I I think I was a stupid kid because I didn't know <laughs> that these bands were like real bands. Like I thought they were just songs from the game. I didn't know that these were. I like. I didn't know Breaking Benjamin was a band guy. I'd smack Hoobastank. Like, I didn't know they were bands. I just thought, yeah. oh, these are songs on this game. So I, don't, I never put that together. The The first one I ever remember, like, actively realizing that it was real was, I can't remember if it was Twisted Metal 1 or 2, but on that is uh, Rob Zombie uh, is on that album. He's a playable character in one of those games. And Dragula is like one of the songs in that in that game and it fits perfectly to that fucking the whole thing like i've never played that game but i know exactly what it is they're rough because it's like tank controls and like it's not going back as bad um but like i just i would play those games all the time i would never get past the second level but like i would just play it because he listened to the music because it was all like metal and like yeah same like Rob Zombie and White Zombie and shit like that. Like, hell yeah. Um, but good song. I like this song. <sighs> Track five. Saving Me. Yes. This has a music video. This does have a music video? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Um, it's really interesting. I recognized this song. I didn't know that I knew it. The only part of the song I recognized was when he... Was like I'm falling, I'm falling. Like Show I knew, I, I remembered that from something. Is right, I'll be the last one standing. Fuck, dude. I think uh, you're mixing up the melody with uh, 
Maybe. How you remind me. Was waiting on a different they're, story. They're pretty That's similar. They're pretty similar. <laughs> so, um, Is this song about... Um, like, I, I guess, obviously, this song is about, like, just being in darkness in general. I think like, it's about suicide, yeah. yeah. Like, um, but, dude, this so was... One of the lyrics is, I'm on the ledge of the 18th story. Yeah. So. I love this song, Matthew. I have straight up cried to this song, Matthew. <laughs> not not recently, but like yeah. No, I I believe it. I, it's it's a good song. I it, it can... scream this song every time it comes on. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like I have to even now as a dad, like I'm legally required to now, but I was doing it before I was legally required to. Like dude, this horse makes me drop to my fucking knees, dude. And I'm not a religious man, Matthew, but I think I get it after digesting my feelings on this song. <laughs> this gives me like a spirit, gives me a spiritual feeling that only music can do. The beat. I'm trying really hard not to shit on your parade. Dude, you're not going to shit on my parade. <laughs> so, okay, because I didn't really like this song that much. That's fine. You're um, wrong. And that's okay. And yeah, but I fully accept. Like, obviously, the lyrics hit different for everybody. Like, yeah, I think that the lyrics are just a little bit too cliche for yeah. me personally. But were they at the time though? I don't know. Two thousand five. I don't know. Uh, I know. I get that. I mean, it's definitely because of just my history with depression and stuff is probably why I oh, love absolutely. it so much. I mean, no, I, I'm sure that like I could have find and like if if I had gone through your experience, like I would I would feel the same way. Like, I mean, there's gonna be I a just, track I'm probably gonna shit on your parade, so it, this is fine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this you're obviously wrong, and our fans are gonna like believe me, but like, you know, <laughs> get in the get in the comments. Let's see the music video though. It starts. It's like a narrative music video. First off. Uh, I mean, it still cuts back to Chad sitting in a room <laughs> singing like every video does from this era. But it starts with like a man walking and about to like he's on the phone and he almost steps in front of a bus and another guy saves him. And then wow. that guy that saves him just like runs away. <laughs> okay. And he spins Never like to be seen again. the first minute. No, he spends like the first minute and a half looking for him. But then he realizes that he sees like timers above everybody's head that like says like when they're going to die. And then he like watches an old woman get carried into an ambulance and her timer dis- like it goes down to zero. Um, oh my god. And then he realizes his isn't up there. So I don't know if that's like like he's dead. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I got from it, is that like he's dead, but then he's like looking around trying to like figure out why there's timers on everyone's head. And then he sees a woman getting into her car and he looks up and something's falling and he saves her. And then he runs away. <laughs> did, did she have a timer? Did yes. She, change, did she had a timer, timer. And then she didn't when he pulled her away. Uh, yeah. And then he's like returning the fee, like returned the favor to him, given to him. And then she's like looking so around like, for him and he's not there. <laughs> so I, I, you know, everyone's you Everyone's should... <laughs> destiny is set unless you actively take a minute to change it. Yeah. Like he was set to die and then someone took a fucking millisecond to like think for someone else like you know like or like think like not think for someone else but like 
think about someone else and he saved yeah. them, which like that makes his timer gone because like he, it's over, but he's not dead. So like, what what does that mean? And that means like that you can actively change destiny just by listening to someone, just by talking to someone who's struggling. That's a very cool idea for a music video. It's a good music video. Um, you should we should watch it after this. Have you seen the movie In Time? No, but I've seen clips from it. Yeah, you, it's like it's kind of like that. Everyone's got a timer on their wrist. Yeah, but it's like die. there's like an economy around it, right? Yes. Yeah, he like timer hits zero, you die. Yeah, but he can like gamble your time and give yes, it to other can, people. That's how yeah. you're you're paid through your jobs by time and all that. There is no money, only time. So you've seen that movie? I have. I watched it in theater. I haven't seen it. Great movie. Interesting. Good, good movie. There's a lot of movies that you've seen that I haven't seen and movies I've seen that you haven't seen. Have you noticed That's that? That's pretty cool. We should yeah, we should do like we should do a podcast about that. Maybe. I don't know. We're kind of doing this movie one, this music one, so. Yeah, we'll have to see what the fans say. Yeah, we'll have to see what the fans say. Um, uh, that That's our first fight. Our first fight so is over track five on the Nickelback's 2005 album. Uh, Why are you I, and Austin not talking? Right? <laughs> I said his Nickelback song was bad. <laughs> okay, track, next song. Yes. Far Away. Love far away. It's got some cool echo effects. Yes, yes, The drawn out vocals, man, and the gravelly I voice. Down, I wrote down that this was my favorite of the ballads. I guess more my favorite of the slow songs, slower songs. Ballads works. I I just didn't think about it, so I don't. It had a nice like acoustic sound. The acoustic guitar, like I I really like this song. Oh, me too. I love it's it. This song also explains why I'm so dramatic too. Because this is the kind of shit I was really into growing up. <laughs> Especially with romantic stuff. Because this is a very like romantic song. <laughs> um, and again, the chorus kills it. Like They can write a goddamn chorus, dude. I think the chorus is just for them repeating the title over and over again. But that's okay. It's a lot of songs. <laughs> <laughs> but No, but like just far away. I'm far away for far too long. No, far away. Like... Yeah, it's good. Though. That's so good, dude. I love that shit. Um, Very catchy, and like it, it got me a little teary thinking about dying before I could say goodbye to a partner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, because like that's my worst fear. It's like not the dying part, but like not getting to like say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> um, but there's a music video for this too. I guess they didn't um, like. I didn't think of the lyrics like that, but it definitely fits. Yeah, the music video is like that too. It's a, it's about a firefighter. <laughs> is it based off of like a real person, the song? I don't know. Is it? It is about a firefighter going to fight a forest fire and he kisses his partner goodbye. And then it shows clips of him fighting the fire. Um, All the while, Chad is singing in a chair in a dark, smoky room. <laughs> And then classic music video. Oh yes, and then uh, the man rushes into a fire to rescue his like, to rescue like another one of his the firefighters, um, but he gets hit by a tree as the, his helicopter flies away, leaving him. Oh no! Because <laughs> um, it looked like it was like California forest fires, so like I'm assuming those are those are bad. Um, but then it cuts to his wife who is like crying on the floor, doing to thinking that he's dead, but then he shows up all the at the end all patched up. 
So they must have oh, went back okay. and they got did, him. But they did save him somehow. Yeah. So that's why I kind of kind of solidified my thoughts on it being, you know, about saying goodbye to a partner because he does kiss her goodbye when he leaves. But you can tell she's like super nervous that he's going. Um. But yeah, that's that's what all I have to say about that song. Track seven, next contestant. Um, this isn't. This is another like in your face song, right? Like it, it like fucking bitch slaps you back to the toxic masculinity you should be having. <laughs> um, it really, he really thinks he's like hard in this song. Yes, it's about his girlfriend who is a stripper, and he has to fight off men every night. It's so toxic and so masculine, but like in the worst way. But, like, in the end, I, like, kind of like it, which I hate <laughs> that I like it. Um, not, like, on my top five by any means, but, like, I didn't... There's, like, a part where, like, he's like, Is that your hand on my girlfriend? Also, another line that I wrote down, it says, I'll watch you leave here limping. <laughs> God, this song sucks. <laughs> Um, another thing I've got it like he even talks about how like there's now there's women hitting on her too yeah <laughs> his fragile ego Matthew his fragile ego how's he gonna handle it how's he gonna handle it I just it? think that he he thinks that do you think he thinks his girlfriend is like super cool because there's men and women hitting on her or does he like he's mad her? about it yeah well, he hates he he def- at her this definitely gives the vibe that he goes home and hits her <laughs> Because he's like saying the the more provocative that she dresses, the more mad it makes him because he's got to fight more people. Well, I mean, he references like she's a stripper. So like she's yeah. stripping. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And he's saying like, um, I guess, does he say the, the more she takes off or like? Uh-huh. Yeah, because he always talks about a DJ too, so. Yeah. I got to look up the lyrics. Dude, they're vile. <laughs> I, but I do sing this song though, but not like I don't think it's in like a good song way. It's in like a almost like an ironic way because it's like I don't know. It says it does sadly slap. I'm I'm gonna I, I have to be honest. Like yeah, the core the chorus if that's the chorus it's yeah that's the yeah that's the chorus. Um, the chorus is definitely very singable. Brown 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 brown. <laughs> Their guitarist is good. It is good. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but it's not it's, a good. It's a good song, but like, I don't think the message is a good song. No, absolutely not. No, it's just a banger. Yeah, like it's got a, it's got a banger like vibe. Yeah, again, like you hand me a Smirnoff Ice and you say chug it, and this song's playing. Gonna have to chug it for sure. I know that you're not a big chuggy guy. Not um. Really. <laughs> but that's like the culture I was grew I was I grew up in uh was the being the chuggy guy. Um but okay, track 8, Side of a Bullet. You Side said you liked this song. Bullet. Dude, this the first thing I wrote down was that this song definitely sounds the coolest so far. Yeah, this you is up up until like this is this is the best song like that I got to this point, I was like, dude, this song fucking rocks. I love the guitar riff. I love the distortion effects in the chorus of the guitar. Um, 
the and then I love that the fun fact that I read after I heard the song, I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, for like inspiration of how they made the song, just the the guitars, the guitar riff is so good. Oh, the guitar is good in this song. this song. This might be my I might say this is my favorite song. Really? Because this is my least favorite song. I I love this song. I don't know if I've ever listened to this song because I think the first few lines are so fucking god awfully annoying that I skip it. I skipped it every time. This is the first time I've ever listened to it, and I, I'm, I feel justified because I did not like this song. You did this weird thing when Mm -hmm. you listen to songs, is that I feel like you only listen to songs for the lyrics. Yes, and, um, this is one of those songs where you just gotta feel the instruments yeah i do that it, after i like the lyrics it's songs don't lyrics can just be an instrument and then the guitar and drums and everything else is the song yeah and then the lyrics are the most important so that's the one i like the most and then <laughs> that's just how i like songs i've always been like that listening i am listening to you i'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you i just yes you are no i'm not you're, you're listening, but you're definitely disagreeing. Oh, no, like, <laughs> if I don't like the I'm lyrics saying... of a song, I'm not going to fucking like the song, probably. Okay, but, like, the... Uh, dude. I get what you're saying. Song... I just don't... I don't listen to songs like that. I will say... I will say I don't remember the lyrics at all. So yeah. I, I... I get... No, I get it. But, like, in the moment... If this song is playing i'm fucking jumping and rocking i've only this is the first time i've ever heard this song so i don't have like the history of it to be able to have it like stick that hard i've only heard it twice now yeah um but at both times it slapped like i want to listen to it again right now just to like <laughs> please god me. don't let him pull it how could you put us through it his brother watched you do it is that the lyrics it's one of the lyrics yeah because I don't, rem- I don't remember. Um, I don't know. I didn't look up the lyrics for the song. I just, I just know that it sounded so cool. Like this was the most like rocking song to me, as far as the instrument goes. And I think it's a lot to do with the, um, the sampled guitar riff from the other band because yeah. that guitar riff is so like not nickelback nickelback doesn't do guitar riffs that heavy and Mm -hmm. i really like heavy guitar riffs like that see and like a lot of time the the guitar will like drown out some of the lyrics and that also i'm okay with that i'm not okay with that like i want to hear the lyrics no problem with that um sometimes lyrics can just be background noise to the rest of the actual song they can yeah the music yeah but I like just recently started liking songs without mu- without lyrics in it. Yeah. Like the past year, I have started getting into it. Um, and they're all video game soundtracks. <laughs> so like, oh, for sure, for sure, video uh, games or and or movie soundtracks. I I haven't, I haven't got that far yet. I haven't started listening to movie soundtracks like that. Like well, I will okay, when we're watching like, the movie, but even like um, like Star Wars, like Duel of the Fates. Yeah. Like that, you know, it's just a banger song, but there's yeah. no lyrics. I mean, I, there's like chorus, but it's not really. When lyrics. I want to vibe and rock out, I would. I will never put on a song that doesn't have lyrics. 
like guitar solos and songs usually upset me. There's what about like um on YouTube there's like, you know, like the uh top most epic orchestra songs of all time or like where it's just like heavy like kind of viking music, you know. Um Yeah, unless I'm playing D&D, I don't listen to it. I've never but, liked okay, I don't like classical music either. There's there's a lot of good songs that you would use in the background of a D&D. That's like yeah. like those are instrumental songs. Yeah, but I'm like. not I don't listen to them by themselves. Sure. I think they're good, but they're not good enough to listen by themselves. I think it just hits different as I think it hits different for me as I grew up as a band kid. So yeah. like 100%. I played I played just pieces like musical pieces um symphonic band, marching yeah. band, jazz band. Uh, yeah. I wasn't actually in jazz band, but um but I love like um big big jazz band sounds. Love it, love that. And I, I never got into band because we had to buy our own instruments. Mm-hmm. So I never yeah. wanted to make my parents do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. They, and I'm sure nowadays there's a lot more programs around, even in your area. I mean, but... my my school by the school I went to was all sports. They right. wouldn't have a music and arts thing if <laughs> they could. They they would get rid of it in a moment. No, I believe it. Um, and like I like lyrics because I was constantly trying to find something that made me feel anything and usually that would be words words have always meant more to me than sounds Mm -hmm. um so like and this the lyrics of this are okay but like it's you know like you don't know you don't know it's about that dime bag guy (laughs) like i didn't know that until i read it i mean it's it Mm -hmm. makes sense why it is because it's like how could you take his life away what made you think you had the right um, but like, I couldn't hear any of that <laughs> over the, the, the instrument. It's like, it wasn't mixed properly. Um, but I don't know. I think I read a thing about how a lot of these songs, like the distortion, mm-hmm. the distortion was recorded after the fact, like they recorded the songs, like with a regular guitar sound and then they go, go in and post-production and distort it. Cause I oh, believe yeah. how they said they did it. Uh, yeah, makes um, sense. I, I just, I just, I've never liked this song, and I gave it a shot I will again. Agree and with I, you that... I don't want to sway you. I don't of what your feel on it, just because I don't like it. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think you're definitely valid in saying that the lyrics are not as, um, the lyrics are not really memorable. The lyrics, listening to the song, you don't get the vibe that it was about that guy. Yeah. Like it's in memory of somebody who actually got shot, like one of their friends. But yeah, uh, but it's it's I, I just I, the guitars and the drums and the riffs just I love the song. I was rocking out the entire time. It's the coolest sounding song to me. Yeah, it, I, I love I, this song. And I'm the opposite. I think it's the worst sounding song on the album. Like it is number eleven on the list for me. You're crazy. No. I, yeah, I mean, hey, but. I'm the kind of person that like hears classical music, and unless there's like scary stuff happening, I'm out. <laughs> I, t- I just don't care. I don't, and not that I don't think I think it's bad or that it's not valid as a song. I just, I'm just like, no thanks, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen I'm gonna to. to I'm gonna go listen to Nevermind. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um. Is that all you gotta say about Side of a Bullet? That's all I gotta say. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm good on that. Um. That's funny that. Your okay. We will talk about top five at the end. Uh, ever if everyone cared, number nine, track nine. Uh, 
Um, this also had a music video. Did you watch that one? No. It was the worst music video out of all of them. So, Was this the one where the music video was just them singing in a studio? Yes, and then it was also cutting to like marches and like protests and speeches and like horrific events and stuff like that. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I do remember reading that they, they showed like world leaders around the world and stuff like that. Yeah, and they talked about, it's, it talks about charity. I really couldn't follow the music video too much. I I don't know. It wasn't bad. I just cuz I like the song. Like this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, uh, no, it, it's definitely a good song. And I think the 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 music video they think they were just trying to go the route of like um, you know, just showing videos of oh, like yeah. uplift, uplifting things around the world. Yeah, it's not bad. I just yeah. just compared to the other three, it's my least favorite. Uh, I mean, it's still a decent music video. I mean, it has a good message. So like, like that's yeah. nice. But I, I like yeah, it's like the, the music video of photograph is like very nostalgic and it yes. related to your own life. Um, and I, I remember being depressed and listening to this song and unironically saying like, man, if only anyone cared. <laughs> when I was like a, a teenager uh, I love this song but I'm not sure if it's only for the nostalgia but like when he breaks down like halfway singing half halfway into the song he has like a song breakdown where the instruments get really quiet and like in, he's singing the chorus and he's getting really into it uh, that got me like I listened to it it felt like I listened to it for the first time uh I don't know. I can't say that the song gave me chills. Like none of these yeah. songs gave me I don't me think any of these songs gave me chills. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's Well, but the, there's some some of the songs you said like Not chills. I don't though. know if it was on this listen, but like that in the past that like you could uh, cry to the song. Yeah, but like I meant like now. Sure. Uh, like, I mean none, there's none there's the still songs, songs to... now that I can listen to that give me like cheer like cheer like chills and tear up to yeah like uh the saga begins by weird al yankovic unironically makes me cry <laughs> i love it so much definitely a <laughs> it's it's like a funny song but like uh, it just like reminds me of when i was a kid <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah no yeah no, i get it uh but yeah no, but this is like, and i think this is one of the other ones that i i didn't realize I don't. I don't know if I remembered that it was Nickelback. I had definitely heard it before. I, yeah. I knew I recognized the chorus. Yeah, no, it's a stellar song. I. I get um, like I don't. I mean, I I don't know why people hate the song because like it's, it has a because it's a genuine song. So I don't know. I think just like the other song. Do people actively hate the song? I don't know. I don't know, but because, they hate this band so. I'm just assuming. Yeah, well, because their other songs were so, like, so overplayed. Like, I don't know that this was one of the overplayed ones. This was this was one of their hits, yeah. It, I know it was one of their hits, but it wasn't like How You Remind Me. It wasn't like Rockstar. It wasn't fucking everywhere, I don't think. I mean, this album was, like, debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard. That's true. Oh, that's true. I just don't think it's, like, remembered, like, like photographed. Like when people think of Nickelback, they, they think, think of, of Rockstar and Photograph, yeah. And how you remind me, but this song does not come up. But yeah, I mean, yeah, because they don't actually list. They've never actually listened to Nickelback besides those two songs. Right, exactly. Like, but yeah. like, 
Okay, so I had a, a cool a cool trivia for this one was 100% of all digital sales from this song would be donated to the charities of Amnesty International and International Children's Awareness Clinic. That's dope. 100% of all digital sales. So I'm assuming they just took a chunk out of the albums or whatever and just... I guess that's cool. I mean, well, this... it might have been just like singles. Oh yeah, I know this was. I think this was one of the singles, like one of their singles they released. Yeah, I I don't remember how many were on this one. Seven, I think I saw seven of the songs were released as singles. I think so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this I, again, it's hard. It's just was one of those songs I like. I don't. I I do really like it, but I don't have too much just terribly to say because it's just like I don't know. <laughs> it's got a good chorus. The chorus Everyone is so good. Nobody lied. But they Everyone. said and nobody cried. Like, I mean, I know crying's like I get what they're trying to say, but like crying is like human emotion. Yeah. You yeah, but not like, 2005. Men aren't supposed to cry. Whole... You could, that's true. Yeah. Don't cry. Yeah, men aren't supposed to cry. That's what was beaten into me at a young age. Mm. They're like crying makes you gay. And, well, you know, I I didn't cry, and look what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, he says if everyone cared and nobody cried, if everyone loved and nobody lied, and if everyone shared and swallowed their pride, then we'd see the day when nobody died. I'm assuming he's referencing to like people dying from like murders and like yeah. stuff like that. Because like dying of old age is like good. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> that's how you want to go. Yeah. Unless he wants to go out, you know, in a car crash on the interstate while he's fucking. Yeah, track 10, you want to take it? I don't have a whole lot for this one. Someone you're, someone that you're with. Oh, yeah. I I just did, like, I don't know. It's, it's I okay. It's just okay. This one was very, like, uh, passable to me. Like, this one it was just, like. It reminded me of the first home. one. You know? I'll follow you home. Yeah, like, just in the way of, like, okay. This isn't this isn't offensive or grating. It's just it's just a song that's okay. You know it's what I mean? Kind of there. Yeah, I mean it's really a beat. Um, it, this song definitely drain like it, it swallows the vocals a little bit, kind of like the side of a bullet, but not as bad. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you what the vocals the lyrics are on this one, um, but that's not because I couldn't hear it. That's just because I they I don't they didn't stick with me. Um, I really don't care for this song too much. I mean. It's honestly, it's a little, it's a little too Nickelback for me, which is weird to say. Okay. But like, it's too generic Nickelback. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a, yeah. this is a safe song they did. How many times do you think, would you estimate that you've listened to this album? In total? Just like dozens, hundreds? Dozens, probably, dozen. Okay. A dozen or like dozens of times? A dozen at least. I don't okay. have the stats, I, but I didn't know. I didn't know if this was like an album that you just always had playing in the background growing up. Or... No, no, but it was in my like. I would pop it in every once in a while, and then I would pop in Dark Horse, which is their next album, okay. and then I would pop because, it in like, a different one. Just for reference, like uh, Born in the USA, my dad had that song on repeat for my entire life. Yeah, and um, so I I know every single word to every single song on that album by heart to this day. 
yeah because i've listened to every song hundreds of times so i didn't know if like this album no this album's bad. no not like that i mean when we okay. did before born in the usa we did um the the black parade by my chemical romance and that is one that i i've listened to hundreds of times i would just put it on play okay. and it would restart okay. and i'd go back to the beginning um and then um episode episode one we did panic at the disco's fever you can't sweat out right which is another like i those two songs those two albums were like they would switch between each other so like those of hundreds and then like nirvana's nevermind which we haven't done yet because uh, i'm saving it until we get the real hang of it because uh, that's my favorite album of all time so solid oh yeah no that's that's yeah. not a that's not a me saying it is kind of like someone saying that cheesecake is good <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just the truth i mean i have it on vinyl on i have an original vinyl i have an original cd my my blood dad gave me it's the only gift i've ever liked he given me um, and he gave me life and that was uncool um what was another i don't have it on cassette yet i haven't found it and the ones I found online are hella expensive, and I can't justify spending money on something I'm going to put on a shelf. <laughs> like, I'm never going to yeah. play it, because uh, there's a good chance that the magnetic tape's fucked up anyway. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's, I think I only know, like, three Nirvana songs. Yeah, th- I th- that's going to be a fun one. I mean, that's the cover with the, the baby swimming on it. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah. The, the classic all famous naked baby yeah that's probably their most famous album i mean like every one of their albums is stellar but like that one does doesn't doesn't stop that one like i feel like that one could get you pregnant it's so good yeah (laughs) the slow turn (laughs) like this this fucker say that um but yeah that's what i'm gonna say this song's so boring that we had to talk about better songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the pan ultimate track. The pan ultimate motherfucking track, dude. Hell. Because we yes. all just want to be a big, big rock, rock star. star living a hilltop mansion is driving 15 cars. If this song came out today, it would be on the country station. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was Stadium Country before Stadium Country existed. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a um, a YouTube short earlier today about <laughs> an interviewer asked him if this was a country song. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, honestly, if I just sing it with a little bit of a twang, and then he started singing it, and it just sounded how the song actually sounds regularly. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, kind of sounds like there's a little bit of a, and it might just be his Canadian accent. I don't know, but it does kind of have a little bit of a like a twang to his voice there's another song that's pretty similar to how he sings this one that i'll share to you after we finish up here um that like i love but it sounds similar to this not like in the cadence but just like like it sounds like a country song even though all the other songs don't sound like a country song because all these other songs don't sound like country songs no they don't but i i think i just think nickelback has more range that people give them honestly it's not a very big range (laughs) but it it is a lot more than people think. Um, but ro- I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not like a Nickelback stan. I I just I like Nickelback. I think they get more hate. But do I do the jokes? Yes, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's funny. Will I tell people I like Nickelback? Yes. <laughs> do I feel bad about it? Not really. <laughs> but I don't feel bad about no, anything. 
I don't dislike Nickelback, but I'm not a fan. Like, no, I wouldn't not, go to their show. I'm not an anti-Nickelback, but I'm not. I would never say, "Oh, I love." You're Nickelback. not an anti-back. No. <laughs> I'm. I'm like a step below fan. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I mean, I didn't. I never bought an album after Dark Horse, which is their 2008 album. Um, I really only liked this album and then Dark Horse, those two. Uh, so I'm like a selective fan. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I like are some of their songs in like playlists I put together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, do I get excited if the radio is playing and fucking this is how you remind me comes on? Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, but you know, the, know. the first time I heard that song. What were you like? Fuck, were you fuck, were you fucking someone driving down the interstate? Yeah, at sixty five miles an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a cop chasing us. Yeah, and her dad. To how you remind me? <laughs> that was when I asked Rachel to marry me. <laughs> But Rockstar. that song's not on this album. <laughs> no, it's not. I wish, I wish it was. I wish it was instead of the number 10. Okay, this song <laughs> it gets a lot of hate, right? I mean... Rockstar, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I mean, do I listen to it every time it comes on? No. No. But it is so much fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It's all right. I don't love it. That's to fine. To be honest, I was surprised. I thought that I would listen to it and I would like be jamming more than I was. Yeah. I, it was it. It didn't like. I'm not gonna say it let me down, but it was like <laughs> it didn't live up to the hype. No, it doesn't. Um. I don't know. I. I get on in this say. I just. I just like it. I thought this for some reason in my memory this song was the name of the album. I don't know why I thought that that they had a It should have been called Rock, Rockstar. Should have been. Would have fit the theme a lot more. Um I I I do love how it romanticizes rock stars, but it also mm-hmm. says all the negatives that come with it. Like people think them talking about drugs is a good thing. It's not a good thing that they can just right. put drugs in and I in like a fucking dispenser. <laughs> like that's not good. In a Pez dispenser. Yes. Uh this line will never leave my head. Well, there's two lines, but this line too. Uh the girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. Never. It hasn't left my mind in 18 years, Matthew. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on my deathbed suffering from like heavy like memory loss. I'm going to be like, but do the drugs come easy and the girls come cheap? Like I'm going to mix it up, but it's going to be yeah. in there. And then the, the quesadilla line. I'll have a quesadilla on the house. I... There's a, they say quesadilla in the song. I'm gonna read you the lyrics. <laughs> Are you serious? How did I fucking miss quesadilla? Not the did post Malone song. That, that they could put the word. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the, the one of those the ZZ Top guy says it. I sign a couple autographs so I can eat my meals for free. I'll have the quesadilla. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> like he just like saying it and laughing in the background. Or like, it's it's uh it's what's his name? The ZZ Top guy. He's he's in the video. 
Oh, he says that line in the background. It's like um, I don't know what it's called. Like, I'm again, I'm bad with like the 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 terms for music, but like it's like I'll sign a couple background. autographs okay. so I could eat my meals for free, and then it's like it. There's a pause, and you hear like. It's it's loud, but it's not as loud as as Chad. And it's just like, I'll have the quesadilla. <laughs> gonna dress my okay. ass, yeah. And then it's like er, later, it's like gonna date a centerfold that loves to blow my money for me. So how you gonna do it? Okay, I I don't know. I must have completely missed all those background vocals. Like I don't remember that at all. It's like my favorite parts of the song. <laughs> I love that shit. I have to listen to it again because I completely missed. Dude, all I'm. That. I would bet a hundred dollars that it's in there, and I I've, I noticed it the the fuck in like the moment it, I heard the song <laughs> because it's so outrageous that he says quesadilla, and I thought it said I'll have a quesadilla on the house, but he says ha ha ha. I guess I I hold on on YouTube. There's a video called Nickelback quesadilla. Okay, is this like a meme? I think I'm every gonna... time like he pauses, it has the case of deal. I'm, I'm listening to it right now. Hold up. Fucking bookmark that. Never forget that. Where put it in here? Oh my god! It only has four thousand views. I know it deserves so many <laughs> more. It reminds me oh. of the the mom's spaghetti from Eight Mile. They someone made a whole song. Oh yeah, I'm just spaghetti. gonna post it. It's the same thing. I'm just gonna post it into Doctor Crim's jukebox with no context. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. No context. <laughs> okay. Uh, hop on our Discord if you're not. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. The music video, fucking, it's a compilation of fans and famous people singing. <laughs> uh, which I, which I remember being the first one I ever saw. I don't know if that, like, that probably not the first one that ever music happened, video? but it's the first one I ever, the first one I ever saw with fans and stuff singing it. You know what I mean? Oh, the the first music video you've ever saw that did that. Yes. Um. Okay. Yeah. Plus, it's so two thousands. God, it's amazing. It God, it's the fucking shirts and the hats, like. God. Plus, like the jean, the the jeans women were like women were wearing were so low, like on like the waist in the two thousands. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, plus, you could tell that there's like you see the same like hot girls over and over again. Um, <laughs> it's it's an okay music video. I mean, it probably was fucking cool at the time, right? But yeah, it's just okay. I wish they would have done like a. I don't know, like a store, like a narrative one, like their other ones. Yeah, but they're just kind of showing like, like a, this is what everybody wants to be this thing. Yeah. It's like, it's, I don't know that it's meant to be a story. It's not. It's no. Like no, it's not. A person's story. No, but I, I wish it was, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Did you see who was in all, the, in all of this? I have the I list here. I saw that. I saw that there was a list of a bunch of different ones. I only recognized a couple of names, I think, though. Uh, Billy Gibbons, who is ZZ Top. Mm. Uh, Chuck the Iceman Liddell. 
which I don't know who that is. Do you know who Chocolate? Oh, it's an MMA fighter that I do. I did recognize him, but I didn't know that was his name. Uh, Sydney Tate guest MMA WWE fighter. A- MMA, but I don't know. He could be WWE. I don't know. I know a lot of them do go transition over there eventually, don't they? Probably not at this time. Yeah, I don't know, but you know more about wrestling than I do. Um, Sydney Taylor, which I don't know who that is. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in there. Um, Elitza Dushku, Dominican Swain, Gene Simmons, which I did recognize, uh, is in there. Uh, that's the guitarist from Kiss, or is that the lead singer from Kiss? I can never remember. Or is it both? Uh, he, Gene Simmons, I believe, is was he the bass? He was the guy that did the tongue thing. Um, Wayne yeah, Gretzky. He was the guy who invented who invented the. Didn't you know he invented the thing? Yeah, he did. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah rock he legend. Fucking, like sue over it. He also did uncool sex stuff too. So, <laughs> anyway. he, you know, they all did. Uh, Rain Gretzky, uh, Big and Rich. John Rich is in there. The cast of Girls Next Door, I guess, uh, which okay. is like the Playboy Bunny TV show from the two thousands. Yeah. Um. Kid Rock was in there, which made me mad. I always hate seeing him. Um, <laughs> do you know why I don't like Kid Rock? I have a feeling. Why is that? Because he's like he's like the spokesperson for Trumpies now. Uh-huh. And for second, a second reason. It was the first reason until that thing happened. Um he's his songs were all about being rich, being poor. And like coming up like from being poor, he fucking started. He his childhood home was like a millionaire, like a millionaire mansion in L.A. Totally fucking yeah. grifter, dude. Mm-hmm. And I love no, one I of his albums. I love, and I I like. It's hard for me to listen to it with how much like. Not only is he a hypocrite, but he is so anti everything I believe in. <laughs> uh, like he, you know what I mean. Uh, so I he's totally in there. This was before he went full crazy though. So this is, you know, mm-hmm. pre that. Uh, Stacy Travis, Lupe Fiesco, Twista, <laughs> Nelly Furtada, uh, the crew from American Chopper. <laughs> Remember that show, dude? Um, Paul Wall, okay. Ted Nugent, Grant Hill, Taylor Manning, Lindsey Shaw, Ricky Linholm, F- Frederico Castellucci, Castellucio, probably butchering that. Liam Lynch, Jordan yeah. Carlos, the Naked Cowboys in there, baby. Hell He's yeah. like, he, it was the guy, the guy in New York that was with the guitar, Naked Cowboy. And three six mafia. Ha- uh, he's like a, a street performer in New York. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the big thing. That's the only cool thing about the the thing is because it's like a it's like a chunk of history in a four minute song that is kind of shitty. <laughs> but I do love it. It is. It's kind of like a uh, uh what do you call this? A time capsule. <laughs> what are those things called that capsule time <laughs> um my overall rating why don't you give yours first before i give mine then we'll do our of top five yes we'll do our top fives after but what is your overall rating out of 10 i would say i would give it a solid six me too i give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten it's, it's better it's better than average <laughs> Um, yeah, like there, there's some, there's some bangers yeah. on the song. There's some classics on the song. There's some duty that are super memorable. But, but like you said, yeah, there's a the lot duty of songs brings it that down. Are very forgettable. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, the annoyance of Rockstar brings it down a little bit too, because that was the one Nickelback song that annoyed me. To be real with you, but I do like it. But like at the time, it was annoying to me. Uh, but like looking, I do think it's. I do think it's the weakest of all of their popular songs. I agree. It it was like a cash grabby song. It felt like, like they wrote it. They wrote it to be put on the radio, which I don't blame them for either. Because like that's you're trying to. This is the job. You know, like, right? Exactly. People get mad when artists do that, and I'm like, dude, they gotta fucking eat too, man. I don't know what you want. Sold um, your song to a phone company so they could use it in an ad. You sell out. Like, you sell out. Kurt Cobain's rolling in his grave. I'm like, yeah, dude. Kurt hated all that shit. What? <laughs> I, I love Kurt, but do I think that's you should think that way? No, but I, do should you do it to a point where like you're not you lose the art? That's where I'm like, maybe you should chill out. Sure, yeah. Uh, no, there's definitely a line somewhere. Yeah, and Nickelback crossed it years ago. Um, top five. <laughs> Unapologetically. Uh, unapologetically. Let's, do you want to start with five and work our way up? Let's do that. Okay. Let's start with five and work our way up. And you say your number five, and then I'll say mine. All right, what's your number five? My number five is Far Away. Okay. My number five is Rockstar. It, that is the song. After, all the, after everything you just said? After five. everything I just said. It beat, it beat Animals by a point one. It was a hard decision. But I have more emotion with Rockstar than I do Animal. I I don't know. I, I also I like Rockstar because you can put it on. And people were grown, but then everyone's going to be rocking out in a second. Like, that's true. Everybody will sing along to it. Yes. So that's kind of why it beat karaoke? Animals. Huh? You take that to karaoke and, and oh, people dude. are gonna people are gonna be like, oh, <laughs> then everyone's gonna be big rock star. Yeah, they're all gonna be like linking arms, doing shots and shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why that's why I be animals. I feel you. I mean, yeah, I I love that shit. I love when not that drinking is the best thing, but I like I love a song that can bring people together in a social setting like that where everyone's kind of like letting loose, um, like. Another good example is um, Smash Mouth's All Star, right? Like, oh, for sure. like I, I love that album, but it's the, that is the only song on that album that sounds like that. <laughs> so, like, I still have yet to listen to that. And it's it's I in the list. Just can't imagine what what their other songs would sound like. They're more Scotty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Um. All right. So my num my number four. What's your number four? My number four is if everyone cared. Oh, me too. Okay. Me too. This is a good. It's a good solid four pick. It is a good message. I, a good message. It makes me feel good, especially now after I've succeeded in all those battles. Um, good. All right. Um, number three. Photograph. Photograph. Uh, far away is my number three. Okay. I was. I was surprised that you had that so high. Far away. Um, like I remember, you said you loved saving me. I th- I thought that would be like your number three or something. Oh yeah, or that's probably your number one. <laughs> just just a just a prediction. Uh, well, we were we didn't get to talk. We kind of got cut off when we were talking about far away with all their technical issues. So like oh. we didn't get to talk about it as much. We lost steam on it, so we just moved on. Um, but it, I, it is, I fucking love that song. <laughs> 
It is I, a good song. I never skip that song when it comes on. Absolutely. Uh, number two. What's your number two? My number two is Animals. Good pick. Uh, mine's Photograph. I, dude, just the feelings it gave me listening back to it was enough to put it on to it was it was going to be on my number my top five no matter what yeah it's it's such a classic <clears throat> like i feel like it has to be on top five yes um now number ones you go first all right okay it's saving me you fucking butt <laughs> i do like the song uh-huh uh-huh. But it's just not. It's just it doesn't hit the same for me. You if know, I punch like the, you in the chest. The poetry, <laughs> the poetry of the song doesn't. Hit I get my you. Heart as hard as it hits your heart. Yeah, no, that's you know, fair. That's just all it is. We we fought different. We fought different battles. Mm-hmm. And you know, my grandma always said is, uh, God, God gives its toughest battles to its strongest soldiers, and especially when we were talking about Nickelback. <laughs> What's your number one, baby? My number one is Side of a Bullet. So, Side of a Bullet's your number one? I put that as number one just be just because I almost changed it after. Because you want to spit in my face? Yeah. <laughs> I almost changed it after what we talked about because the lyrics are kind of forgettable. But the guitar is Dude, the guitar the slaps it, in that song. The the song that starts and it just never stops. The it's, guitar is sweet. It's so that song just it like it gave me dank face. Dank face? And stank face. You know stank, stank face. face? What's your stank face? You know face? what a song song's like <laughs> Oh that's so good. Ooh. But you gotta it makes your whole face just yeah, like squint. Like, yeah. That's fucking good. Yeah, no, I this this was the only song that made me feel that way. That's why I put it at number one. Yeah, sure. It made me feel the opposite of that. <laughs> it made me have reverse orgasm face where the cum went back into me. <laughs> I don't hate it that much. I'm just playing. I mean, it is my least favorite on the whole album, but that doesn't mean I think it's the worst song ever. That's wild to me. I mean. Yeah, my number one is your number 11. Yeah. Isn't save is saving me even on your top five? Uh, No. Yeah. It's definitely not eleven. Though. What's the worst song on here for you? Um, I would say it's either someone that you're with or um, fight for all the wrong reasons, just because like they're kind of forgettable. Fair, but see, like those just kind of fall in the mid range. Like they fall in like the low, like like they're like ten and nine. Because like I didn't have any negative feelings towards them, so I don't know. <clears throat> um, shit, I guess we can go into some fun, some fun stuff, um, some numbers and shit. Um, so uh, it was written by Chad Kroger. He writes all of his albums. That's what it says. It said on Wikipedia. I don't know if that's true. Um, it was produced by Nickelback and Joey Moy. Uh, Joey Moy has done a ton of stuff, like a bunch of country albums, like Florida Georgia Line. Uh, he helped, he wrote a Three Doors, he produced a Three Doors Down song for them. He has a, a huge, 
I don't know what it's called for the producers, but a, a discography, but for producers. Um, he's a big producer in the game. He's pretty good. Uh, the studio was Mountain View. Uh, the label was Roadrunner. It's a EMI Canada, so it's a Canadian label. It was released October 4th, 2005. I couldn't find who the all album art was by, unfortunately. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't documented. or It's probably on the pamphlet in the disc, and I couldn't find my copy of the disc. So uh, Now we're going to the Billboard, which I don't know if you even looked up. I started to, but then you said that... Um... You had it all pulled up. So I, I'm excited to know. I'm interested to know. Because I know it reached number one, but I don't know how much money it made. Yeah, it debut. I don't have the money, but I have the copies sold, which is kind of... Oh, sure. Yeah. Because um, sometimes the, they'll list money, and sometimes they'll just list copies. This one just lists copies, so... It's still impressive, though. I'll get to it. Um, it debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard chart, to, uh, Billboard 200 chart. Um, it was found again inside the top 10 of the Billboard 200 in its 99th, 100th, 101st, and 102nd week on the charts. So it stayed on the Jeez. 200 charts for 102 weeks. Um, it, the album had... Great years. Yeah, the album had never been below 30 on the Billboard 200 in 110 weeks. That's insane. Dude, that's wild. Um, 30 for two straight years. Yeah. Um, for I couldn't find this list on Billboard's website. It's very confusing. We've had issues with this website. Uh, I don't know if it's built for mobile or something, but it was ranked number 13 on Billboard's top 200 albums of the decade from 2000 to 2009. So it's number 13 on there. I think number one was In Sync's No Strings Attached, which okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, that song, that album yeah. slaps. Um, um, the album was third straight number one album for the band in their native in their native country Canada. It stayed number one longer in Canada, so that answers your question you had earlier. Um, it, the first week it debuted, it sold three hundred twenty three thousand three hundred fifty copies <laughs> in its first week, and then U.S. total to date as of twenty twenty two, I think it was twenty twenty on Wikipedia, was at eight million copies sold, just in the U.S. I couldn't find any data for outside of the U.S., um, but I'm assuming a lot. Here that, well, I saw here in the U.K. it was not as big. Like it says in the U.K., the album opened its chart run at number 13, mm -hmm. and then it quickly left the top 75 with no top 20 singles. Yeah. And it says Saving Me was the first to miss the top 75 altogether. Crazy. Yeah, so it sold 8 million copies, which is fucking a lot. <laughs> Does that make yeah. it a platinum record? I don't I don't know. <laughs> it might. I don't know what makes it platinum. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we can move on to Metacritic if you want. That was really the only review site I had time to look up for. Uh, I know we usually use some other ones, but Metacritic is just the easiest to pull up for this shit. Um, well, I didn't there's a whole bunch here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Metacritic, and then you can do a few of those if you want. Um, is it on the Wikipedia? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, first off, it has a 41 out of 100 based on nine critic reviews. And it has a 4.3 out of 10. Uh, and user score with 300 ratings. That's way less than I would expect. But I guess it's Metacritic and not like IMDb. 
But like, I, I think it's because people hate it, so they just review bombed it. That's what I said. Like, I would expect it to be more than three hundred. Yeah, I mean, it's almost four hundred, but um, it is the number seven most discussed album of two thousand five on Metacritic, and then the eighteenth most shared album of two thousand five. Um, so it's talked about a lot on there still. Um, and then some of the critic reviews, it has two positive, five mixed, and two negative. Uh, the, the highest review I could find was from Billboard. They gave it an 80 out of 100 in October 2005, saying less polish and more attitude are welcome changes that fire up the rock numbers and give them more snap. Less polish and more attitude. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it a 40 out of 100, saying all the right reasons is so depressing, you're almost glad Kurt's not around to hear it. Oh my god. Whoa. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, I read that and I was like, fuck off. Um, the New York Times gave it a 10 out of 100. For hard rock ridiculousness, Nickelback is a tough to beat. That's what that's what I was going to say, is they rated it half a star out of five, which, like you said, is one out of ten. Oh, man. They were not kind to Nickelback. No. Entertainment Weekly liked it, gave it a 75, but I don't know. The New York Times kind of doesn't like to have fun, so... That this makes sense. True. Um, the New York Times, uh, fun fact, did not the the movie critics even on New York Times did, did hated Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, when it came uh, out. Yeah, hence why I don't um, respect any critics besides us. Right. <laughs> that everyday man. We're like it's like a fun critique though. We're not like fucking dissecting it. <laughs> it's like. I don't know. Um, but the the Billboard magazine um, rated it four out of five stars, though. That's still pretty they were good. Definitely the highest. Yeah, Bill, the Billboard property seemed to really like this. My this album. The highest. Yeah. Um, it makes sense that like a New York Times and Rolling Stone doesn't like it. Like it's not really the kind of stuff that they're into. You know what I mean? Did you know that the Rolling Stone magazines is not rolling stones the band related at all yeah i didn't know that for the longest time <laughs> i thought they had a magazine so i i lost my faith in rolling stone i used to get rolling stone and i would read it every month up until i was about 15 16 um when did this album hold on let me let me look this before i say it Okay, so it was around 2012 where I stopped reading them. I like canceled my my subscription to them. Um, they did a review on Green Day's album Uno, uh, and they they had two more albums, Uno Dos Trace. It was a trilogy of albums they released it the same released the same year, um, and they uh, they like raved about it. And then I bought Uno, and it was fucking hot garbage. And I'm a big Green Day fan, and it was hot garbage. And I was like, "Oh, these guys are just getting paid to say things." <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Rolling Stone magazines just rates everything super high. Uh, yeah, if you pay them, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's just some teenage me saying that. And I haven't listened to this album by Green Day since 2012, so it could be good. I, I don't know. And like, I mean, I love. Every one of Green Day's albums up to um, uh, 
I like most of 21 Guns. I like most of it. Um, but then after 21 Guns, they, they lost me. Like, American Idiot and Dookie are top-tier punk albums, dude. Um, that's all I got to say about them. Did you want to... Do you have any other ratings to talk about, or... I don't think no. I think that's gonna be it for uh, for for my thoughts on this. Okay. Um. Well, sweet. Um. Do you want to talk about what what album we're gonna be listening to next? Next on the show, next episode, we are gonna be listening to Rise Against Nowhere Generation, which just came out a couple of years ago. I don't know. You said you haven't listened to them in forever. I only, you yeah, only I, know one song by them. Yeah, just their one song <laughs> that they did that they got popular when we were in like in eighth grade. Rise Against is so good. I just, they, if I knew they were a band when I was a kid, they might have been my favorite band. I just never Genuinely. gave them a chance. It's not anything against them. By the time I realized, by the time I got to them, I was kind of getting out of that like um type of music, and I was getting into different types. Mm-hmm. So I think their messages are right up your alley. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, I bet. Um. But especially this album. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at So You Finally Listened or SYFL. Um, you can find us on where we share a Discord with our flagship shows. Um, the name of the Discord is Happy Encounters. Um, you can find it there. Uh, it's in the in the description. Everything's there. Come talk to us. Let us know what you think. It's the best way to reach me and Matthew. I mean, I run our Twitter, but I don't. I just really post episode links if I remember. <laughs> so, um, I run two other shows. Uh, one is called uh, Happy Encounters. He talked about it. It is a uh, super happy but kind of serious show where uh, three people um, kind of like live their lives in like medieval London. Um, and, uh, just kind of like the day-to-day lives of dealing with like royalty and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. Um, then I have another show with my wife, Anna called, um, reading is for kids. And, uh, we read and review like YA novels and like tell them like, you know, dissect them. Like they are like not necessarily like high art, kind of like a lower art thing, kind of like giving them a shot, kind of like a, like a, like an everyday man show uh all that's in the description below um leave us a review on apple podcasts you fucking guys please and i'll five read stars. it and i'll read if it's five stars i'll read it out and i'll talk about how great you are um because i believe the only review on there is from me <laughs> so <laughs> i have no shame i'll rate my own podcast um and it, it's it's my name and it says i'm a little biased <laughs> um sheesh uh oh spotify too spotify if you listen on spotify you'll have to go to the mobile app and that's how you rate it for some reason you can't do it on desktop but give us a rating on there that'd be great uh and our patreon will be launching soon there's a wait list in the discord for you to hop in uh we'll have a special uh like a secret show on there for you that's only gonna be on our patreon so more details on that when I get all the back end shit ready. Thanks for listening. I listen to stuff, but I haven't listened to a lot. <laughs> bye. Say bye. 
Bye. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking Jared Leto's in that movie, too. Is he in everything? Right. Is Jared Leto in every fucking movie ever? He's in a movie called Mr. Nobody that I really want to watch at some point, but that's a really, like, it's a really weird movie. But I love it because it's weird. Jared Leto. Here is the movies he's been in, according to Wikipedia. Morbius, House of Gucci, Suicide Squad, American Psycho, Dallas Buyers Club, Fight Club, Requiem for a Dream, The Little Things, Blade Runner 2049, so many, Mr. Nobody, The Outsider, Panic Room, which I've seen. He's in Panic Room? The Outsiders, as in... It just says The Outsider. I don't know. I've never seen it. It's from 2018. Okay, never mind. My God, he plays one of the bad guys in Panic Room? Wow. If everyone can and nobody dies. Dude, I fucking... I loved him as a Joker, and it makes people so mad. I That's right, he has a band. Here, one way or the other. He's a, he has a band, dude. I have no feelings on the Joker. And yeah, you have sexual feelings for him, I know. <laughs> Your silence when I do bits sometimes. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like... Smiling because I don't know what to say. He's on the audio podcast and he's just smiling and he shrugs. I know. I like, <laughs> uh, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's funny. 